Hey everyone, and welcome to the South Carolina Grower Exchange Podcast. Every week, agents, specialists, and growers from around the state chat about what's happening in the field and discuss the latest crop weather, insect, disease, and weed issues, as well as timely reminders and information related to fruit and vegetable production in South Carolina. Remember, you can read weekly field updates and register for upcoming events by visiting the SC Grower blog at sccrower.com. Welcome, everybody, to this episode of the South Carolina Grower Exchange. We're happy that you tuned in with us. Um, we're we're going to call this our Halloween episode. Um, Justin suggested that this morning. So uh, a little kind of recap and field update of what's happening in different areas of the state. I know in the Midlands we've had, well, everywhere, but um, in particular in the Midlands, uh, lots of warm weather just in my opinion, it feels like summer. I'm ready for the cool air that's hopefully moving in later this week. Um, but I know that some of our growers have appreciated this last bit of warmth to push some of those crops um, into um, into production goods so they can get a couple more harvests out of them. We're still picking um, tomatoes and squash and zucchini. Um, I know Zach mentioned too to us before we started recording lettuces. We're we're still harvesting some of that, or or harvesting some of those later fall plantings of that. Um, a few root crops have started to come out. Um, the warmth is pushing some of the other crops and getting some good growth on them. So we have appreciated it, but um, it has been a little bit warm. The nighttime temperatures have been a little bit warm. So we've been keeping our eye out on some disease issues, just um, real dry as well. We haven't had rain in a while. So good and bad on that. One, we can control the moisture. So, um, you know, we don't have to worry about that aspect of, of too much rain flooding us, but also um, we're having to be a little more timely with our watering schedules. Uh, a lot of people are done putting in strawberries in this area, so we're just trying to get them nice and watered in, um, keeping an eye out on them. A lot of our plugs have come in with some leaf spots on them and just not looking super great, so we're we're keeping an eye on all of those. Um, as they start pushing out that new growth, once they get rooted in and established, um, just to make sure we're not dealing with any kind of disease issue this early in the season. Uh, again, the weather's forecasted to cool off. I know we're supposed to get down, I've seen mixed reviews, but 30, 31 in the Aiken area. So we'll see if it comes to fruition and if we we get a frost that kind of takes some of those ending summer crops out. Um, Zach, what's happening in your area? Yeah, we're wide open, um, still planting strawberries, kind of finishing that up right now. Um, good weather, like you said, and you know, the eighties is really going to get, get them going. Um, um, you know, last year we had an issue when we planted, it got real cool. And so they didn't really grow. So I'm really, hopeful for the warm weather kind of push them a little bit the, the issue we're having now at least with the strawberries is like you mentioned it's just so dry um 
And I know the growers, I, I really hounded on this, but the growers that put down two rows of drip tape, I think are really going to benefit um, just keeping those beds wet. Um, it's It's been really dry. Um, a lot of folks, you know, bedded up when it was dry because there were no moisture and they didn't know when they were getting plants. So um, that's going to be an issue. And I just hope that plants get set, um, you know, with temperatures in the 80s and, and no moisture. But um, the good news is, like you said, uh, disease management is going to be, you know, not as is, is still crucial, but it's not going to spread as bad. Um, I did check a bunch of plugs coming in to farms from the nurseries. Uh, we sent off some samples. I didn't find any phytophthora crown rot in the crown, but we definitely found lesions in the roots, kind of brown areas. Um, and if you kind of pull on those brown areas a little bit, you get what we call sloughing off. So kind of the outer um, uh, sheath of that root um, kind of just slides off. So that's something to for growers to keep a heads up. You know, Arondas Gold, Rindamil Gold, um, and the phosphite or uh, phosphonate products, so Profite, um, Alleliate, uh, Alliette. Um, those products are going to work good, but you want to make sure that you're spraying those. Um, you know, two to three weeks after you plant because the plant has to be actively growing to take that product up. Um, there's been some discussions with the growers I work with whether um, spraying it or running it through the drip works best. I think if you got two rows of drip tape, um, running it through the drip is, is a decent idea. But I think if you only have one row of drip tape, I think it's probably more beneficial to spray because I know it, if I spray it, I know it's going to get on the plants. Um, especially when they first get set. Um, later in the season, as they get a little older and maybe we're running these products, you know, running it through the drip might be okay. But I think right now spraying is probably the best idea. Um, so it's just something to keep an eye on um, for growers uh, to be aware of. Um, another thing right now is lettuces, root crops are coming in really good. And, um, you know, they're looking great. We can get water on them. Okay, thanks, Justin. How about the the Midlands area? All right. Well, uh, we're done with strawberry planting. We received most of our plants on time this year, so that's uh, off to a better start than last year. Everything looks pretty good so far. We have seen a few transplants that had some leaf spot on them. Uh, gives us flashbacks to last year's nightmare where we had lots of that pneumonia leaf spot as well as some neopestilosia that uh, we suspect came in on transplants. So if you're seeing any leaf spots on uh, plugs or bare roots without the leaves cut off of them, uh, or it's probably possible to see them on cutoffs also, uh, be sure to send those to the lab and get those checked out. Um, so we can take any action that's necessary there. Uh, also, it's been super dry here in the Midlands, just like both of you were saying. Um, there is a slight chance of rain in the forecast for tomorrow, um, but we really haven't had much most of the month of October. I think we're at my house up to a little over an inch and a half for the entire month. Uh, so super dry here, and those are excellent conditions for spider mites. And, and it is definitely possible to see spider mites build up this early. Um, we've seen them build up early in the past before when we've had um, 
tomato fields or eggplant fields or something else that was infested with spider mites right next to where we're planting strawberries. So if that applies to anybody, be sure to scout really carefully for those and act accordingly. Uh, other than that, that's about it. Our brassicas look great right now. Um, Dimeback numbers are pretty low. I uh, got some trial work going on that I haven't sprayed in several weeks now because we haven't had the pressure. Um, so everything's looking really, really good right now. We just need a little bit of rain. Yeah, and uh, uh, a note about the spider mites, I guess for some folks that might have some strawberries um, in the ridge area, I'm glad you mentioned that about pressure. We do have, we always tend to see spider mites pick up um, in the peach orchards, um, kind of towards the end of, well, this time of year before the trees defoliate. Um, that's not something that we treat because the trees are about to lose their leaves anyway. So um, that's a good point to make that um, there's a lot of strawberry fields that are very close to peach orchards that have gone untreated for spider mites for a couple months. So definitely if you've got some fields close by, um, keep an eye out. And I have seen a couple spider mites out and about already on some of our earliest strawberry plantings. So uh, definitely, definitely something to watch for before it gets out of hand. So tomorrow, right? Tomorrow is Halloween. What are what are y'all dressing up as? I got a uh, I got a full beard. I don't know if you can. Uh, well, the podcast listeners can't see that. So, well, my what I have what I call a full beard. You know, most people is that a full beard? It, for me, is I'm pretty proud of it. Okay. Uh, I got. <laughs> I got some overalls um, and um, I got uh, this outfit. It's like an inflatable thing and it looks like a guy riding a chicken. And so um, I don't know if you've seen those or not, but um, I usually put my overalls on. So I'm a farmer riding a chicken. Um, anyway, I get, I get a kick out of that. The neighborhood kids do. So Zach, that goes perfect with your uh, selling a chicken to a blind man joke. I know a deaf man, but yeah. Oh, yeah, excuse me. <laughs> the, the deaf man, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe I can save that one for podcast. later. I'm sure everybody would love it. Yeah, do you think now's a good time? I think so. Dad jokes with Zach. <laughs> how how do you sell a chicken to a deaf man? Oh. Why not chicken? <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to make that a, a new segment on the podcast. Dad jokes with Zach. Dad joke of the week. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I, I like it. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So everybody listening, uh, get super excited about that new edition. Hey, and and two um, of Halloween, I was um, I got some Fuyu persimmons in my fruit orchard. Um, and if you don't know what those are, maybe check check those out. They do really well. They sell really well. Shelf life on them is not very long, but you can pick them early. They're not astringent like our native uh, persimmons. You can pick them early, let them ripen just like a tomato. Um, but it looks cool because they like little. They look like little pumpkins. Um, and it's funny. I picked some and brought them home the other day, and my little boy was so excited that I brought him home pumpkins, um, and I didn't have the heart to tell him that it wasn't a pumpkin. So Aww. anyway, maybe consider that if you're a grower. Yeah, they're pretty pretty can be low maintenance too. We always get questions from people who want backyard fruit, um, but don't want to go through a very rigorous 
spray schedule. Um, and those I feel like are one that you can get by with if you wanted something lower maintenance or if you wanted to go more the low or no spray route, those are a good one and delicious, but Absolutely. they are really pretty too. You're right. Mm -hmm. Justin, are you uh, dressing up for Halloween? Maybe the dogs are dressing up for Halloween? Yeah, I don't have a costume of my own put together, but uh, uh, we do have a Grinch costume for old Ricky hiding out somewhere that we used for a Christmas card photo. We might have to break that one out and let him greet the kids that come to trick-or-treat at our house. I'm sure they'd enjoy that. I'm sure they would. We we don't get trick or treaters. Uh, I did decorate. Imagine that. <laughs> a lot. I, we live in the country. Um, right. We do heavily decorate though, and my little girl has been very into. Uh, Kevin and Karen are the skeletons' names that live on the porch. I don't know. We're probably going to have to put Santa hats on them because she's not going to want them to go away. But <laughs> we're uh, we're a family of bees and beekeepers. My husband and I had to dress up so we uh, can lure her into the dressing up as well. But she could be a bee. She, could she, be a little she bee. is. She is a bee. I made her. I made her a costume. Oh, okay. wow. I'm, I've been a Pinterest mom. Is she the queen bee? Uh, she just no, is a bumblebee. Oh man! I asked her, "Honeybee or bumblebee?" and she had a preference of bumblebee. So, well, that's a lot funner to say if you're two and a half years old. Uh, yeah. Bumble. So, well, that's great, guys. Appreciate uh, your updates, and I hope y'all have a great Halloween. Uh, Justin, I'm expecting a picture of Ricky in his Grinch outfit. <laughs> Maybe Zach can post a picture of his chicken farmer. Yeah. On just the wait. on the you blog. Just wait. Yeah, you just wait. Yeah, we'll we'll work on that. That'll be a good post on the blog. <laughs> Halloween costume photos. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. All right. Y'all take care. Thanks, everybody.